and welcome to Motivated Women number four, five. Wow, forgot. It's been so long. Well, tonight we are here alone because in being motivated women, we are so busy being pulled in 15 different directions that I have not been able to get a set time together with Crystal or anybody else that I have thought of bringing in as a guest. So welcome back to our current listeners. And if there's any new listeners joining in, um, welcome. I guess it's kind of a catch up right now. Um, as I said, being very busy through, throughout the summer and everybody's schedules being pulled in one way or the other kind of got off track. Um, and I think that's for several different things. Um, number one, off track on diet. Although I have to say diet-wise, to recap, I am down now 42 pounds. And I believe the last time I did, Crystal, oh no, Crystal and I didn't do the last show, barely, and I did the last show. I was down... 38 to 40. That last time Crystal was on, kind of hit. I've kind of hit that plateau. And at the time, these last six, eight weeks, I thought, I'm just not getting anywhere. I'm, I'm stuck. Um, what am I doing wrong? Do I need to add anything? And as I've sat and thought about this for the last week or two, now with the kids back in school and being able to focus back on me, I'm not so sure that the that is a bad thing to stall out. And I started looking at what was going on, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I may be stalled, and I may not be making decreasing progress, as in losing more weight. But you know what? I haven't gained any of it back. So in the last six to eight weeks, I have been pretty steady, I'm not craving anything. Um, I'm getting back to exercise, and I was sidetracked in there because of a back injury at work. So I, I had about a three-week period of time where I haven't been able to do many of the other exercises. So now I'm more healed that I can start looking at how to get back into things, and knowing that I'm not going to be able to do the things that I did before. And that's to protect my back. So the focus of this show pretty much is other things that we can do when you, be, when you find that you have a physical limitation or something crops up that you need to readjust. And so what I have found after my visits to the chiropractor and to the doctor's office um, because of the pulled back muscle and... Um, for those of you who have pulled a low back muscle, there's this little muscle called the piriformis muscle. It kind of comes around your low back, um, wrapping around kind of your hip towards the front. And it's one of the muscles that helps stabilize your pelvis and abdominal area. And for a little bitty muscle, it does a whole hell of a lot. And I'm finding as I'm healing, it's it's hard to come back from it because it can give you a variety of different feelings between low back pain, hip pain, pain radiating to the front. And as I found out when I first injured my back, when it's really spasming, really difficult to pull yourself up walking up steps. 
So went through a lot of stuff with that. What I found now and what I want to focus on is that I think we give strength and conditioning stuff a bad rap. We don't think about it as much as we should. And as I started looking at um, different things about how I could adapt for me what the chiropractor and everybody's telling me I need to do, I was looking at, you know, your basic stuff. They're like, well, you need to strengthen your abdominal muscles. You need to do the abdominal crunches. You need to do these um, leg lifts. You need to do this. Well, one thing I found in doing the exercises that they gave me was that they made it hurt more. And I started looking at other ways to strengthen those that muscle group with the least amount of strain on your back. And what I found is um, using a fitness ball. So I will be starting that. I um, went out this week or weekend, and I bought a fitness ball. You can go online and look at fitness balls. You can, there's multiple sources. I mean, start with fitness ball on Google and take it where you may. They are sized in multiple sizes. Um, I I found um, small, medium, and large. Um, most of the boxes will tell you what height size they are for. Some um, sites I found um, went by height and weight. It, whatever you find in your your perusing of the internet or information you're given, just look at how they're deciding which one and and see where you are and go from there. What I'm finding, and um, we'll be starting this this week, is that. Using the fitness ball helps to strengthen that core, or the, the abdominal pelvic area, um, with balance, and you can use weights along with it. So I'm, I'm excited to try this because from what I'm, what I'm researching and what I have found, it's supposed to be a much um, easier, less straining way to help build core muscle development. So we will see how that goes. What I found in my research um, in getting to where I am looking at the the exercise ball, there were two things that I found that I suggest to people to at least look at. Um, where is it? Okay, here it is. The first thing I found was I found a magazine called Fitness. And um, I saw a lot of different things out there. A lot of them only looked at one certain thing or fed type things. And I found by looking at with the fitness magazine, they have a more holistic approach to me. They look at diet. They look at exercise. They look at um, things I think more women think of. There is um, in all sorts of health-related issues besides just keeping cardiovascularly fit and um, keeping aerobically fit and that type of thing. So, I mean, on the issue that I have in front of me, which is October 2008, they start off, you know, there's the um, easy ways to a flat belly. And then below that, they also target arms and legs and inner thighs. There's a whole article about um, uh, breast cancer. Um, There's tips on foods. Um, There's tips on energy boosters. 
it, it just to me gives a just more overall healthier picture than some of the other magazines that seemed much more faddish to me. The other thing I like about the um, articles, at least in this October issue, is that there's a lot of stuff in here to help exercise and stretch and things that don't involve going out and buying a whole exercise, home, home exercise equipment thing, which, you know, for me, number one, I can't afford. Number two, I don't have the room for it. So, you know, looking for me and my option of getting the exercise ball, it's something that I can stick in the closet. The weights can go on in a dresser or they can go somewhere. It's not going to take up a lot of space. And it, to me, it's a more streamlined approach. The other thing I found in looking online, um, let me see where the web address here is. Um, it's called brianmack.co.uk, and he has a book out, and it goes over or has multiple books here from what it looks like or chapters, so to speak, on different things. And the three that I pulled out to, to um, kind of showcase tonight is the first one is um, strength. And um, they, they clarify what kind of strength that we're looking at when we're, when we're doing things to get ourselves in shape. And the three that they show and talk about are there's maximum strength, there's elastic strength, and then there's strength endurance. And they go over what each of those are. So like maximum strength is the greatest force that's possible in a single maximum contraction. So like if you're just going to do like a one-time thing, um, the thing that comes to mind to me are men where they're doing the, um, what is it, the clean lift or lift your, whatever that thing may be, where, you know, they squat. The clean and jerk. The clean and jerk. Thank you, Mr. Producer. That's what comes to mind because that's something that you do like one or two times in a competition type thing. Then when you're looking at elastic strength, you're looking at the ability to overcome a resistance with a fast contraction, similar to that clean and jerk thing. And then you're looking at strength endurance, which is the ability to express force many times over, which to me is what a woman in my age group over 40 is looking at. We want the endurance. We want to build up that muscle strength. We want to build up that endurance. We're looking at when you, when you're building up, um, endurance, you're also looking at increasing your bone density and keeping up with, um, building a better bone system or maintaining bone density as we exercise and use our, use your muscle strength and get your strength and endurance up. And then he goes down and then just goes from there. So it's like, how do we get strong? Um, how do we develop strength? What are effective ways in strength training? It goes over, if, you, if you're really getting into the um, physiology and biology of it, it goes through the myogenic changes or the, the changes within the muscle fiber. Um, so it, it's a very complete resource um, about what goes on. Um, he, if you're more interested in the bodybuilding aspect, he, he goes down another track that way. Um, multiple different aspects. Sports training compared to the endurance training. Um, speed, power, and strength versus the other one. Um, and then in doing 
in looking at those things, there's some the sidebar things about, you know, coaching young athletes and how to, to build strength and endurance. Um, things about uh, sports-related injuries that you should be looking for. Or if you have targeted areas that are already giving you a problem, how you can adapt uh, in a routine or a um, workout for you. The second thing I found um, going through his website is um, general information on strength training. Um, and this I found the, the best for me. As I'm looking through this, um, the first several I'm not sure if I can do yet, but they're the shoulder press, the chest press, lat pull-downs, all going and working with your um arm strength and be your that would be your biceps and triceps then they're doing lower back extensions and triceps um calf raises bicep curls leg curls leg extension leg presses and sit-ups and as i looked at this i looked at different sites that's kind of the basic core of exercises if you're going to um, fit in a strength and um, endurance training thing that you would focus on some have you doing cardio and part of that in the same workout? Some have you doing cardio all the time and picking arms or legs or abs on a specific day. And I think from my research, it depends on how you want to do it. If you want to do a little bit of everything, as long as you're not making it too long and you're doing what you need, not a bad idea. Other people like to, to focus on one set of muscles each day. So if you're doing a three-day routine, you can do arms one day, legs one day, abs the next. And put in variety as you need to. Um, as they went through on the um, strength chain training in general, they give you um, an example program and... Um, how many repetitions you should do or not do. Um, what I like is that it gives you things to think about before you start. And again, when we started Motivated Women, one of the best things I said as to where to start, in my opinion, and he um, brings it on home here, is before you start anything new or something that you haven't done in a while, check with your doctor. If you have joint issues in your hips or your shoulders or your back, make sure that what you're picking is something that you can do, something that will not, um, what's the word, um, exacerbate or aggravate a condition that you have already. Um, and if you have questions and your doctor can't answer them for you, there are um, sports trainers, there are people that work within um, the, the Y setting or Victani or whatever um, workout place you choose to go. Or you, and if you don't choose to go to one of those, most of them, from my research and talking to people and being going to the Y, they're more than happy to answer questions and, and try and point you in the direction you need. And even if it's going to one of those places and taking a short course and then doing what you need to do from there, I mean, most people, 
at least for me on a budget, they don't want to spend a lot of money, but maybe that $50 for one course through is a good start. You can learn how to do the exercises appropriately. Somebody is there to watch you while doing them. That's the one thing I loved about the um, women's workout that I started with um, in the spring was that I know how to do the exercises now. Somebody was there for that six-week period of time with me watching me do them. Yes, you're doing them correctly. Yes, you're keeping the correct posture so I don't hurt myself. So now I feel comfortable going back and I know that I don't need her there to tell me to do it anymore, but I know because I spent that initial 50, 40, 50 bucks that I'm doing them appropriately. I'm not going to hurt myself rather than kind of fudging through it and risking hurting myself again. Um, so it's a very good place to start. If not with this, um, person's, uh, website, if you just Again, go through Google or whatever search engine you're using and put in strength and conditioning, you will get multiple hits. And I think the more informed we are when we start looking at something that we want to do, the more information that you get will help you make a better decision for yourself and to look at alternatives that are out there. I need a breath. Okay. So that is my goal now. My goal is now that I have the aerobic exercise down, I am out there walking, gee, now with Dale on a, a, his lifting restriction, I'm out there walking the dogs probably five to six days a week before I was only doing it like three. And now I don't feel tired doing it. I, I miss, if I miss a day, I feel bad. So I'm seeing the benefit from March now into September, that I, you know, I was really tired those, those first six weeks getting out there and doing it and really pulling myself to get out there and do it. Now, if I don't do it, I'm, I'm mad at myself. I feel bad, so I, I really make sure that I'm out there doing it, and I'm amazed at that change. I don't feel tired. I miss doing it. If I don't get out there and do it, I feel yucky, and that just makes my whole day feel yucky. So if I can get myself out there, find some way to do it, even if it's half a walk, I feel much better about myself. And I think it's that you get past that initial I'm out of shape phase. I don't think I'm like, it's, I don't think it's an addiction to it that I have to do it, but I notice the difference. If I don't do it, I don't feel good. And I think that starting out small, working your way up, is better too. I remember years past, try to do all this stuff at once, exhausted. Absolutely no way I'm going to go out and do this again because I was just so tired and overwhelmed. If you look at it, make your plan, make a long range plan, make a short term plan, have those little goals. It's much easier. As I said at the beginning of the show, having these six to eight weeks where I felt stuck but really, as I sit and talk to you and as I talked to myself before today, I don't think I did as bad as I, I thought I did initially. As you sit back and look at stuff that you've done over the last three weeks, three months, six months, however long you've been doing it, you start to see, and, and you got to be truthful with yourself, seeing the changes that you make. For me, working slow I haven't really regressed like I thought I regressed. I'm thinking regressing, I'm not making that move to lose more weight. But like I said, when I sat down and really thought about it, I didn't lose anymore. 
but I really didn't gain it anymore. And I think that's the biggest positive that I had to sit back and say, yeah, I really did do something. I didn't gain it back or I haven't gained it back yet. And I'm noticing changes around me. I haven't asked anybody to make those changes, but, um, hubby is out walking now at lunch. I didn't ask him to go walking. I didn't nag him to go walking, but he's taking a walk every day at lunch now, it seems. Um, he's eating healthier because I'm eating healthier. I'm not buying that stuff at home. So when you sit back and look at what you've done, not sliding backwards is a big plus. If you do that silent plodding along, people start changing around you. You might not notice it at first, but as things go on, you see little changes. So keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. Look at what everybody else is doing in the family. Kids are making better choices because I don't buy that stuff anymore. Somebody made a comment about all kids and soda. I'm like, you know what? I haven't bought soda in almost two years now. The kids don't have a soda unless they're going out to, to dinner or something. And I've now that they mentioned that and got me thinking, I've noticed changes in my kids' behavior that, you know what, I wonder if it's just because I don't have that much sugar in the house anymore. Something to think about when you're looking at your overall family's health as you make changes. So I think I have bored you enough with, oh, Dale's shaking his head, yeah. I think that you know, that's stuff to think about. Now that you're, that we're working on weight loss and we're on our little plan and you're doing the aerobic stuff. If you are an individual such as myself, 40 plus, we need to to truly think about that strength and conditioning because the next thing to truly think about is as we get older, we don't want to lose that bone density. We want to keep our endurance up. We want to keep our strength up because in the long run, that is going to protect us as we get older. So, thanks for listening. I will, whoa, hold on a second here. I'm getting s- some uh, hand signals I don't quite see. He, contact information. Oh, charades here. Um, I don't know if I can remember it now. You can get a hold of me at motivatedwomen.com. No, he's shaking his head no. Yeah, motivatedwomen.com or motivatedwomenpodcast.net. Oh, he's saying no. Okay, correct me, please. It's motivatedwomen.net or motivatedwomenpodcast.com. Okay, I'm dyslexic tonight. Okay, if you want to email me, it's mwpjulie at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Crystal, who hopefully will be back soon as we can, as soon as we can get our schedules together, it's mwpcrystal, ch. R-Y-S-T-A-L at gmail.com. And we don't have a phone yet, do we? I'm not getting an answer. It's uh, with BadgerCast at 206-202-2008. And if we get more than a handful of calls, I might look at a K7 line for us. We'll see how it goes. So... Again, thank you for listening. All the information I have points you in some directions to help you, and we'll see that where it takes me, and hopefully we will be back in a couple weeks with Crystal. Good night. Let's-